What is up? What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome back to Peace of Mind. What is this? Episode ten? I think we got. I think it's eleven. It's eleven. Episode yeah, eleven, yeah, man. I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a thing for eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are many things with eleven. Eleven, man. Yo, shout out to my boy Vivens. That doesn't rhyme with eleven. <laughs> All right, listen, listen, listen. We gotta yeah, just get into the show. Yeah, shout out Vivens. We gotta get into the show though. Uh, today, 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 we want to talk to you about a couple of things. You know, one of the major things that happened this week, we'll get into a little bit later. But before we get into that, shouts out to Lil Nas X, boy. Oh, man, he's blowing up. He's blowing up. Son, I, I, I always say he's blowing up because all I know is that one song. All I know is that one he's, song, he's bro. Getting, he's getting notoriety from that song. Are you right? He's famous from that song. He's got one song right now. We don't know what he's going to do in the future. Yeah, that one song is... uh. Is uh what's it called Old Town Roads, bro? Old, Old Town, Town Roads. He got a go. <laughs> I don't even know the lyrics. <laughs> it's Old Town Roads featuring. And here's the kicker to that. All right, featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Yo, Billy, and Billy Ray Cyrus. He came with that heat too. Hey, uh, he just spent a lot of money on his guitar, bro. His guitar. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. how you knew it was hard. He said the guitar. I was like, oh yeah, Billy Ray Cyrus. He came with that. With that guitar, talking about Ferraris and, and Rolex, like he 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 successfully blended hip hop and country. Hey, as well as he good. Hey, and that's what's so amazing about it, bro. Like that whole jaw was kind of fire, man. He he did that better than his daughter too. Like his daughter, uh, she tried to she tried to switch over to uh, hip hop for a couple of years. It didn't work out as well. I'm not even saying it's a, it's a blend of hip hop for real. I, mean, I feel like it was a real country song with just hip hop beats. It, it, it was. A, see, that's see, that's what he, he stuck in his lane, but he also had hip hop. He did what he did best, and then he had Lil Nas X do what he does best, and then he just collaborated and combined the two. He wasn't trying to be something that he wasn't. He was who he was, and that's why it worked so well. So hear me out. Is this the song that ends racism? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is going to bridge both of the communities together, bro. You're going to have the racist South bumping this, and oh then you got God. the most hardest North, bro. Nah, I'm telling you. Nah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to end racism until um, some, some white kid says the N-word at the concert <laughs> that this is performed at. Does he even say the N-word in the song? I don't think he does. That's why That's why it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. They, they, they're just going to throw it in there. <laughs> they're just going to throw it in. They're so used to it. They're just going to throw that in at a random spot. Listen, when he said riding on the track to lean up on his bladder, I felt that. <laughs> I truly, I felt that, bro. That was heat, too. My man. life is a movie, bull riding in boobies. Bro, like, top, top, oh, like, what? Like, like how, and, and, like, this started out as basically uh, a parody, really. I, I don't even know if, I don't know if you classify as parody, but it was, like, what did it start on, like, TikTok or something? Where he, like, he, he was, like, playing this, like, over, like, Red Dead Redemption. I have no, I have no idea about the lore behind this song. I just heard it today. Really, you didn't hear yeah. the original. So like, I heard, no, I heard, I heard the original version today too. Um, listen, so like, I saw the memes about a week ago, but I like my hate for country and then Lil Nas X, like you know, just the heart decision memes. So I, I heard it, or well, I know I heard, it. I saw, it. I knew who he was, but I was like, you know what? Let me. I heard, I saw the remix got dropped today. I was like, you know what? Let me see what this is all about. Let me see what everybody hyping about for it. And so, I was like, hold on, this beat kind of wrong. And then he came on. I was like, oh, snap. Yo, he he snapped on that. He definitely did snap on that beat. Like, I like he Billy Ray Cyrus, and like he would he would expected that. I feel like, see, this is why people say that we're living in a simulation. Because who would have predicted that Billy Ray Cyrus would would hop on and have one of the hardest verses of 2019? 
Hey, you, that was you that joint was hard, that? bro. That, that was hard. You can't you can't even front. You can't even front when you Billy Gray does Cyrus. He's came man. He did the dang thing. They gotta do an album now. True, true, true. That'd be hard. That, that was not enough. That that minute that minute verse is not enough. We want more. They got like they, their, their marketing teams or managers. They gotta get together. They gotta devise a plan to get this album out. To get it out quickly too. What, what, strictly the iron's hot. And they gotta keep on with the same uh, premise that they've been doing before. Like, I feel like every single line, every single bar, it has something for both the the uh, you know the, the rednecks, and I'll say that you know loose. I just said the country boys for real, and then the city folk. Damn, I sound like a redneck. I said the city folk. City folk. <laughs> but it has something for both sides. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like um, the whole every single line, I think for real was both sides of it. Like you had the uh, the cowboy Gucci hat. <laughs> yeah, the cowboy Gucci hat. Oh, bro, but he, he but he wearing Wrangler jeans. Mm-hmm. You know, he got he uh he he riding on the track there, but he got the lean in his black. Like, it was literally something that you the stereotypes and what you'd expect from both sides just coming together as one. I think that's what really made it mm-hmm. uh, mesh so well, blend so well, because it wasn't too far extreme from one another. And, and now it was absurdity. And now do you think Billboard will finally let them back on the the country music charts? Because it hit up to nineteen. Before, when it was just the yeah. original, and now they, they can't deny that this is country. Now they can't even say anything that doesn't have the elements of country. He's got Billy Ray Cyrus on there, a country superstar, I believe. Yes, yes. <clears throat> See, that's another thing. Like, ups, big ups to uh, Billy Ray Cyrus for helping him out too, because because he's getting up there, on the, back on the country, um, on the country music charts. Hey, that's crazy. It's so crazy, man. But like a lot of that, a lot of this week has been crazy, especially the Fallen. Uh, oh. Yeah. Hip hop legend, Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. He, that, that that obviously was uh, very devastating this week. R.I.P. to Nipsey Hussle and condolences, obviously his friends and family, and his fans. Like you've seen, like I feel like every time like you opened up social media this week, you saw like somebody like doing like a tribute to Nipsey, which just shows his impact that he had not just on his community, which was. Which was like tremendous, the impact that he had in his community, but like around the world that he had, and just the example that he set going forward. <laughs> and Russell Westbrook even just uh, setting that triple double and dedicating out to Nips, yeah, like you know? Yeah, 2020 uh, game, like in reference to like, because Nipsey was a rolling 60 crit, yeah. like representing his set, like. Uh, that, that that's amazing in of itself that he willed himself to do that just for Nipsey. Like the only, the only person that ever did that before in history was Wilt Chamberlain, and and Russ like he knew what he was gonna do to tri- to give Nipsey a tribute, and and he did. Like that's incredible. He said it all, bro. He said he said it all. So why don't you tell us uh, for those people who don't know exactly what happened, uh, you know, situation like with Nips. Uh, well, what well, like as the details are like poured in, what happened basically was he was outside his his store in uh was it south central yeah. los angeles marathon his clothing store and apparently he the reason why he didn't have security with him was because his friend he just got out of jail after 20 years and he wanted to get some new clothes before he met his family family friends so nipsey was like oh yeah i got you i'll hook you up take you down to the store get some clothes so he just goes down to the store and then um the man who who actually killed him eric holder he comes up to him and apparently, uh, they, apparently they, they they know each other from 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 some meetings in the past. And Holder apparently has been like labeled a snitch, so Nipsey he, he doesn't he kind of just shuns him. 
endorse him. And then he basically just tells him, like, to get out of here. Like, leave. Like, you're a snitch. And then Holder comes back. And he's fired. He has a gun. Shot him a couple times. I think he circled back around and shot him again. Shot him in the head. And then kicked him in the head, too, as he was leaving. So, just a... This is an awful situation that that happened there. Yeah, you know, he has one of the most chilling last tweets I think of all times. With the, uh, I, 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 I'm sorry, I can't even get it right right now because I can't remember. But I'm pretty sure it's something like it's good to have strong enemies. Some, yeah, some, something along those lines. Uh, and then you know that just kind of happens to him. So like a lot of people kind of took the side of took that tweet out of hand and started. Oh yeah, it was the government that did this. Yeah. You know, it was a. Uh, Conspiracy to the size Nipsey because he was making a Dr. CB uh, documentary, mm-hmm. and we find out that nah, man, really at the end of the day, it's really your own people's man. Tupac said it best, you know, you gotta worry about the punk that you roughed up back then. You know, you got I forgot the actual bar for that. But, shit. but even with but Tupac too, I'm about to like, look that up. Hold yeah, on. <laughs> even with Tupac too, like you have like all these conspiracies around Tupac, but what most likely happened, and I'm pretty sure like what with like actual some evidence like actually like points to is that the man that you roughed up what's his name Orlando Anderson I think the guy that you roughed up you roughed up at the Tyson fight he's the one that actually killed him that just shot and killed Tupac and then and then Orlando Anderson was killed too before he even like went to trial or anything so you don't hear the story but like apparently a lot of the evidence points to him being the one that killed Tupac but you have all these conspiracy theories and such because you don't want you don't want to think that a legend like that it was just killed like in that fashion like it was just some like some petty beef is what is what killed them you want to think like some government agency was was trying to bring them down that's why they killed them you want to think it's somebody it's it's some it's their own people that killed them before i even you know go on i do want to go back and uh fix up the quote that i messed up mm-hmm. so it was as long as i stay black i gotta stay strapped and i never get to lay back because i always gotta worry about the payback of some young buck that i roughed up way back so you know when, when you hear that, that you, you really start to understand that, man, it really be sometimes your old people, man. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the, another reason why we really wanted to believe that it was a uh, a, a setup, a, a setup of conspiracy, is because, man, like you you have to look at all the things that Black people have been through since literally since we came to this country, mm-hmm. and all the trials and tribulations of how you know they never let us come out, and a lot of things that they did to us, you know, we also used to say they were crazy when they it was quote unquote conspiracies, yeah. they comes out to uh, end up being true. So. Okay. Uh, you look at uh, MLK. You look yeah. at Fred Hampton, who who was poisoned by his head of security, William O'Neill, who was an FBI informant, and he was. Sh- and then his house is raided by Chicago police. He was shot and killed next to his pregnant wife. Like, yeah, the entire. Then you look at the entire Calm Pro, Tell Pro, the uh, what is close to Philadelphia move. Yeah, the move bombing. So I mean, you have that, and then we also have Black Wall Street in Tuscaloosa, Oklahoma. I mean, yeah, all, all of those things. So I get why people want to immediately mm-hmm. jump to a conspiracy, but. Um, I, I almost hate to say this, but I really feel like sometimes um, we don't need to have those conspiracies or they don't need to do this to us because at this point we've already been so messed up that we're just going to do it to ourselves. Yeah, like you, you look at like look at like what they've done to us. Like you take out the infrastructure, you take out all these leaders and stuff, and and then you you have a community that that's trying to put the pieces back together. Like how like how can you like every time like black people have made advancements and stuff. There have been like government forces or outside forces that have come and tried to bring them down. Like systems have been put in place, laws have been put in place every single time to try to tear them down. Like you, you, you often hear the, the phrase that black people have to be twice as good to get half of what they get. To get half of what they get, and this is very true. 
Like, you see this in every industry across America and everything. Like, black people have to be exceptional to get what somebody who's not black, who's white, that's mediocre, can get. I mean, let's it's look crazy. at President Obama and, yeah. and President Donald J. Trump, yeah, my just guy. Look at the presidency. Like, look at Obama, how educated Obama was. He was he went to Harvard. He's a state senator. Like he, Obama did all this stuff, and and then the next president is Donald Trump. He has zero qualifications whatsoever to become president of the United States. But you know what? He had the one. Well, he had a couple a couple things going for him. But the major thing going for him is that he was a white boy. Yeah, he was white. Possibly <laughs> German too. Possibly nah, German. nah. <laughs> We're just gonna exit the bud right now, bro. We. <laughs> Yo, they they, showed, but, but, but they brought up the birth records. But, yeah, but which is ironic too, because he gave Obama a lot of a lot of uh, mess. What do you, what do you, what do you claim Obama was from? Uh, was it Kenya or something yeah, like Kenya, that? Yeah, you claim Obama was Kenyan, therefore he was ineligible to become president. If you were born in Germany and you're German, wouldn't that te- by your logic, wouldn't that make you ineligible to become president? Should he <laughs> resign right now? Step then, down? But it was he wasn't saying. I don't think he was saying that he was born in Germany. I'm pretty sure it was his father was born in Germany. His father. But either way, it was still, you know, they, they proved it with birth records that, no, your father's born in New York, bro. Yeah. He's, <laughs> so, he's making up. Like, I don't know what you're trying to get with that. He's a pathological liar. Hey, but my mm-hmm. before we even get back into this, though, why? Why Why, why would he, what do you gain? What do he's you just, gain? He's just a liar. He, like, every, any petty thing he can, he lies about. He, he, did you see that meme video that you posted of uh, Joe Biden? I did. Like, <laughs> This is the president of the United States posting this. Don't get it wrong. It kind of was funny, though. It kind of was funny, though. It's funny, kind of, in like an ironic fact. Exactly. It's very ironic. It's very ironic. Like every, for all context and everything, and you think a president is posting this. But then it's, you think about, the president is posting this. This man has access to nuclear launch codes and everything. Like, it's this is crazy. So he's the president. He got that hard nuclear football, bro. Which... I mean, if I understand the nuclear football correct, it's not just him that uh, needs the uh, access. I'm pretty sure it's a huge chain of command with that. But I'm pretty sure he does start it. So, yeah. So, he should, like, they, they, they should put, like, double uh, measures in place with him. Like, they should they should, they should up the measures to what he has to do to get these to get these approved. Like, because he is unhinged. Like, I don't think, I, I don't, like... Look at all his behavior. Like, I don't think this is that, that controversial to say that he's unhinged. But look at his behavior. Like, how could that is? These are not the actions of a sane man. Hey, some people might say that's a, a benefit, though. You know what I mean? He's unpredictable. You never know what you're oh going to get. God. You do not see. A president <laughs> is a spot where you do not want unpredictable. You want you want to know what this person's going to do. Like, you don't want unpredictable. Hey, to play devil's you advocate. <laughs> you want a stable force as the president. Look, to play States. white devil's advocate. Listen, <laughs> listen. I would argue that sometimes it's beneficial to uh, have a leader, a tactician, if you will, who is unpredictable. Because if you're predicted, then I mean the, the enemy would know when you're going to strike, they're going to know how you're going to operate, and then you're going to lose. So sometimes having that unpredictable, uh, that uh, that ability just to be unpredictable, will help in certain wartime situations. But then we have to get into the difference between cunning and crazy. And he is no, not time out. Osama crazy. bin Laden's first attack. I remember this. His first attack. The reason why he became a leader was so bad that it went good, <laughs> that no one expected it to work. After uh, something happened, something bad. Happened, I don't remember, and no one expected it to actually finish. 
but it did. And he became a leader. <laughs> so time out. So I time. Like, I feel like once we're, once we're comparing uh, Trump to Osama Bin Laden, I think, I, I think we probably could step back and, and really think about what we're doing in, in this country. <laughs> listen. listen. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just comparing a potential tactician to a tactician. And I can't even say potential because he is the president. He's the tactician at this moment. This is crazy. He is the commander in chief. Like I said earlier, we're living in a simulation. This is a simulation <laughs> that we're living in. Like there's there's no possible way around this. You can't like we got, somebody's gonna wake up some somehow. Like he's the, he's Neo, bro. We gotta find Neo. Yeah, yeah. We we gotta take we gotta take the what's it, the yeah. red pill? What's the blue? What's the red or blue pill? Either one of them. I just I don't remember yeah. which one. It's been a while since I seen the Matrix. Yeah, bro. we got we whatever, whatever pill we gotta take. We gotta take the other one. Let's uh, actually actually we're in the Matrix. We're we're, we're in the, we, we're in what is reality. It is not pretty. And you know who was Neo, man? Nipsey Hussle. Yep. I thought you were going to go with, with actual Neo. Oh, who is? No. Neo, no, no, no. <laughs> Nipsey did a lot of things for the community, man. He was one. He was trying to help out a lot of people, bro. So you guys got to put respect on and that. Somebody that uh, tried to jump on that, that bandwagon was Future. True. He tried to jump on I that. I forgot about that. He tried to piggyback <laughs> off of that. And I understand he was paying tribute to Nipsey and everything, but... Words ma- do matter, and when he when he said he said what do, what do you what do you say something about people like N- uh, Nipsey and I yeah, like he said people true. like us. I'm pretty sure he didn't just say Nipsey, and he said people like us. I, I, I'm inferring that he's a part of that level that he does something that uh that helps the community in any way, shape, form. When in reality, bro, you make songs about killing yourself, taking drugs, and depression, which doesn't really help anybody. And not only that, you only care about one of your kids. And you don't help. You don't even take care of them, bro. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Like, you <laughs> the, take, the only reason why you care about those kids is because it's Russell Wilson Jr. at this point. Yeah, it's Russell Wilson's kid. It's Sierra's kid. Like, you're, you're jealous. That's why. And, and, wait, talk about, is, is, is Sierra really changing his name to Russell Wilson Jr.? I don't think that's true. I think that's <laughs> one of those things that's made up. Bro, no, I would like support it. I would support that, though. But that kid's like five years old. Like, at this point, you're like, he's future. You can't, you can't change a kid that's like five years old. No, yeah, yeah, yes, you can. No, I feel like you're, you're old enough to know you're, you're like when you, when you were five years old. If if they train, if your parents were just like instead of calling you Ricardo, just like we're gonna call you Zemnis. I would be hundred percent okay with that. <laughs> you you'd be like Lord Zemnis. I'm, I'm Ricardo. No, I'm not. I am Lord Zemnis. <laughs> I am Lord Zemnis, boy. They didn't, they didn't say Lord. They just call you Zemnis. You I, I'm Lord. adding the Lord. What do you mean? You got to earn the Lord. <laughs> when I get my own house, I'm Lord Zemnis. When you on guy. When you see me and you come through my house, bro, you're going to have to call me Lord when you walk in that mug, bro. <laughs> no cap. Are we going to have to bow to the king? <laughs> I ain't going to make you do all that, but you're going to have to call me Lord, bro. My Lord. <laughs> my Lord. My liege. Uh, my liege is dope. You can say liege, too. I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, too. It's all right. You got to have that, like, that accent and everything, too. My liege. Yeah, yeah. That needs to happen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Major fact. If you're not, bro, I'm, sh- I'm gonna take it to the guillotine, man. It's gonna be what it is. It's gonna be medieval, medieval up in there. <laughs> hey, in the basement. What you mean, bro? You're gonna have the finest of ales and IPAs. And mead. <laughs> and mead, bro. Never forget. <laughs> I've never actually had mead before. <laughs> I feel like I should. I feel like it's probably dope, but. Yeah, it's probably. Like, they, they, they got some things right back then, I guess. Hey, they've been drinking it for so long, bro. Yeah. Gotta be all right. Like, it's gotta be all right. They're drinking that, like, water back then. Their lives are also terrible, and they're dying when they're 25 years old. Hey, but to be fair, that, that wasn't just because, you know, the mead. That was hygiene, really. And Yeah, that's... 
non no medicines. Yeah, no medicines. The the, the black plague. And then uh, you know also just the idea of going to the doctors and you know the healing was cutting their blood out. So yeah, that was definitely they. That was not the meat. <laughs> not the meat. That was the yeah, problem. People, people, people back then were dumb. Let's be honest. They, hey, they people right now was dumb, bro. They were d- we not vet. People not vaccinated. That, that way, that, like, think about how dumb we are right now. But they were even dumber back then. I think about how dumb we gonna be compared to the people in the future, bro. Yeah, are we think getting about... smarter or dumber? That that is that idiocracy. Is a, idiocracy, yeah. yeah that, that movie, movie idiocracy. idiocracy. Terry Crews, Zach Shepard, and all of them. Well, this is not a music podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not. We 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 were, tra- we were talking about some random stuff. We'll, 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 let's get back to, to what Future is saying, but yeah, like Future, I don't know, like the only song that that he's actually like talking about some stuff in, I guess is like societal issues. I guess is March Madness, but even then, he's just like dirty. It's a it's, it's a re- it's a reach. He, like well, he, he, I guess the, the music video. Like I remember I saw the music video. It's like showing like police brutality and everything, and I I remember thinking like. This, he says he has like one line about like police brutality like in the song, but like that's only one line basically, and like the rest of the song is just about like actually like what what is March Madness? About? I have no idea, bro. In fact, uh, it just slaps. That, that, that's Future basically. Like you're like, what is Future talking about for a lot of the songs? It doesn't matter. It just slaps. The only song that I know what he's talking about 100% is Cody and Crazy. Yeah, and that's because that's one of my favorite feature songs, bro. Because yeah. the beat go hard. Oh, yeah. The Cody beat go crazy. hard. He's rapping about like suicide and being suicidal. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what he's talking about, bro. And then, and then also, also Red Light too. He's he's he, he explains some of why he is the way he is, how his dad never loved him, and how he grew up without his dad, and how he wants to be a better father. Which is ironic. Yeah, it is ironic considering like how he's he's the path that he's on right now, but he can change it around. He can turn it out. Listen, in the words of Sands from Undertale, <laughs> if you keep on the path you're going right now, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah, that is true. He needs to make some changes with that, but he has time. And, like, that that's the most important thing that he has is time right now. Like, like Nipsey, he, he doesn't have any more time, unfortunately. Like, Eric Holder took that away from him. He took him away from, from his community, his family, the world. He took time away. So I think that's an important lesson to take. Like, like as long as you have time, like you can do something, you can make an impact. Yeah, man. And Feature need to figure it out, bro. Mm-hmm. Need to figure it out. If he wants to be considered up there, uh, someone that's out there that does something for the community, you need to do it. Yeah, and and he's not, like he can do it. Like like you say what you're doing now. Like you could you could do even more. Right now, like you have the chance to. You have the platform. You have everything. Like make an impact. Yeah, so let's, let's see if he actually does it, though. Mm-hmm. It might be more profitable for him uh, to not. To not, yeah. No problem. But uh, sometimes but if he can right finesse it. But if he can finesse it, though, it's, it don't matter. Like, if you, I feel as though with the way that he does, you know, make music, it's just really with that mumble type of ish that he does, which, I mean, let's be real here. He's a, basically the start of mumble rap. Uh, the godfather, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... If he wants to do that, I mean, as long as it's over a hard beat, bro, and we're not going to know what you're saying anyway, yeah. and we can just we can find out later, like, oh snap, he was really about the community for this, like, we can find out on the news, like, yo, Future's taking care of his kids, like, <laughs> that's the first step. That's the first. Yeah, but t- like, take care of your own first, like, take care of your own, take care of your kids, and then focus on everything else, because your kids need you. They need you, Future. You're seven kids. They need you. 
I forgot a seven, bro. That's crazy, man. And he only talks about the one. <laughs> he does. I wonder if his other kids feel. Hey, I'd be low key mad. Like, <laughs> I wonder if some child supposed to check slip, then maybe I don't know. We'll they, see. They, they like uh, Antonio Cromartie. When he was, was listening to all his kids, and he's just like, the one that was born last year, the one that was born in May, the one that was born in April. He's just, he doesn't even know their names at a certain extent. Hey. It's just like, oh, the, the, the one that was born uh, the, the, the yesterday. Like, That's crazy, son. Yo, they gotta, they gotta teach, like, like, rapper, like, like, rappers, athletes, they gotta teach all of them. Like, they, they gotta teach, like, they, they have to have these programs where they teach them to wrap it up, there's got to be programs out there that, that tell them this, like when they enter the league or they sign a contract, because this constantly bites them all the time. Constantly bites them. Like, look at Chief Keep, he pays like a ton of money in child support. You're right. Like, crazy. I'm curious, like, I wonder who makes the most right now or not. What, child support? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, it's, it's such a dumb thing to think about. <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually like, it just came to my mind. Like, I'm actually kind of curious. Like, because it's like, it's one of those things, like, bro, why are you like, why are you this stupid? Yeah, like, like I could see once, maybe. Like, once you had, it was an accident. But these guys are having like five, six, seven kids by like six different baby moms. Like, what are you doing? Like, how did you not learn your lesson any of these times? Because they try and live their best life. Live my best life. Ain't got <laughs> you, you, you can live your best life and pull out at the same time. Pull out game vicious, bro. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I know uh, we know about hip-hop news and stuff like that, but so look, I, I made a reference to Undertale earlier, mm-hmm. and I actually started playing that game again, uh, trying, trying to beat it. And, y'all, I heard some amazing, like, a mixture of 8-bit plus... I guess more modern video game music mixed together, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, why that's so hard? Like, I it's one of those things I never knew I needed as much as I as, as I never knew I needed it until I had it, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like every game genre should do this now. With mixing like the modern with the 8-bit. with the eight bit, bro. It was so hard. Like, I'm gonna play some for you when we get out when we get out of here. I'm not was trying it, to play it already. Yeah. Was it like um? Were there like lyrics to it? Or like nah, it was no, it was, was no like lyrics. But like, yo, you could feel the. It, I think it worked. It worked so much, so well for that for that game. See, man, you felt it because the game was based off of uh, it was based off like an older RPG. So that you know, like Final Fantasy and Earthbound. I think Earthbound was that the actual mm-hmm. inspiration. But I know a lot of people don't know what Earthbound is. So for the sake of it, just imagine the old Final Fantasy games mm-hmm. uh, where you had you know, uh, fight, uh, item, run, etc. etc. You know, you had, you had to choose from a list of what to do. You know, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's based off of that, but. There's not, and there's not a lot of voice acting in the whole game at all. In fact, I think there's only two lines there. Mm-hmm. But with it, the music complemented almost every single significant moment perfectly. And it was cr- it's crazy. Like like I didn't think of song like I didn't I never imagined eight bit music would be able to do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like that's crazy. Like one of the, one of the songs for like the final boss. If you don't fight any, that the game has multiple uh, endings. So there's a, there's a bunch of neutral endings. But there's a pacifist anyway if you don't kill anyone. And then there's a genocide ending where you kill everybody. If you, you do, like, the first ending I got was the pacifist ending. Because, um, you know, sometimes, you know, killing people that game hurt. Like, <laughs> it kind of hurt. Like. So I was like, oh, no. Nah. I killed the very first person. And I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm not doing this. I'm restarting. I'm restarting. <laughs> I'm restarting. <laughs> it's like Red Dead when, when you kill a civilian. You're like, oh, man, I got to feel bad. It's worse because they say something to you, bro. Like so, uh, yeah. Okay, so let me just so for the beginning of the game, this is what I'm gonna say about the build game. So it's, it's spoilers for the beginning, but 
It's just the beginning, bro. It's not. And the game's been out for like three years. So if you haven't played it, that's your fault. Yeah. Um, so there's this character. So you fall into the underworld or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And this girl. Uh, so you'll meet this flower. And this flower is like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to do this, this works, right? Um, you need LV, which stands for love, which normally LV stands for like, you know, level, which whatever. Uh, and you need EXP, which they don't say what that stands for, but it turns out later it stands for execution points, oh. which is hard. And, and your love means level of violence. <laughs> That's hard. Um, but so, like, he, he tells you, like, how that base how the game works, and he tries to kill you. And you're rescued by this little, like, you know, goat person. It looks like, like, a, like a hell spawn, but not a hell spawn because she's really nice. And she's like, oh, don't, um, I'll take care of you. I'll show you around, etc." And she's, like, basically trying to be a mom. And, she, and uh, like, you say, oh, can I go home? It's like, uh, when you, we, only, we only read a book. And it's like, well, I want, oh, I want to go home. And then she, like, she'll go out and try to block the tunnel that, that leads to the rest of the underworld so you can find a way to get back home. And uh, she's doing it for your protection because she says, every human child that goes out that way dies. Mm-hmm. I'm not losing another one. And so it's just like, if you want to go out there, you're going to have to go through me. You just, There's a way to defuse her. So, like, because she teaches you actually how to defuse fights. Um, so there is a way to defuse the fight. But the first time I played, I was like, eh, she's not going to die, die. No, oh, oh, she wow. died, die. No coming back. She's gone. Hey, and she said something like, um, I hope you know what you're doing. And, said, uh, and then she prayed, like, to, you know, their version of the God. And I was like, yo, please don't hurt this one. Oh my so I was God. like, yo, she's really nice. Like, she's praying for I feel bad. Oh my God. I, th- I felt so bad. I was like, nope, we're, we're figuring this out. That is crazy. We're going to figure this out. Um, But like, okay, so when you get to the, so, but when you get to the end, I'm not going to say too much about it. The song that plays is purely, the first part of it is purely 8-bit. And there's a line, um, a perfect line. I'm not going to say. And it brings almost everything full circle, all kind of emotion full circle. And I'm wondering... If I could get that same feel in another game, I think the last time I felt something was even to that level would be in Kingdom Hearts, and it's not even Kingdom Hearts Three; it's Kingdom Hearts Two, and that was, uh, you know, um, at the end of it, Sanctuary when they all got together. That was the last time I felt something of that level, yeah. of that caliber. Um, and the last time I felt something, you know, I felt something like remotely like that that wasn't a Kingdom Hearts game. I did feel something for Three, obviously. Was Red Dead when you was riding when you was riding back on the horse and that uh. Uh, was it Tank? Was it Tank? I feel, it was one random thing. I was like, yo, they got, they got him in this? I feel like it might have been Tank. <laughs> but it got a Tank song that was riding back on your horse, and everybody was, uh, you know, you had your memories kind of flashing back and everything like that. Yeah, I felt that something then. <laughs> what? That old town road play. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Major facts. They got to dump that back in the game. They got to fix the game and put that oh, in. Oh, no, bro, that'd be hard. I'm telling you. <laughs> if my boy Arthur Morgan starts whistling that joint, I swear to yeah, God. Yeah, he's singing it. He's just, he's just mm-hmm. running around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Look, look at that. Whistle was hard, too, at the end. Hey. Like, they got to they be more hustle, more whistling in hip-hop. They got to incorporate that. Yeah, listen, listen. Is that, is that, is it hip-hop, though? Is it, is it? No, it's, it's not. Country. It's country. It's just purely country. It's, a, it's just in a vast uh, country. I, I, I would like, because hear me out, I feel like if it, it could be even a new thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's either going to be its own you know, new thing, one-off thing. Um, or it's just like, you know how you have pop country and stuff like that, but it's really technically country? Yeah. I feel like totally. that's just another, yeah, I feel like this is just another step of country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just got rap country. It's, it's evolution. It's like how, now it's Post Malone, hip-hop, or... I think he, I think he wants to be country. I think that's why he's trying. He to do wanted it. to be country, but no one in the country messed with him, so he became uh, hip hop and rap. And then we started liking him. And then he's like, "Oh, you know, rap sucks, though. I just yeah. make money here." Yeah, he's just saying like, 
that, that was disrespectful when it you're was. saying how like he doesn't get anything like emotionally from hip hop. Like you're disrespecting your craft that's made you millions of dollars and that you gain all your fans basically from. Like at least show some respect for the craft. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is what it is, man. It was super bad. At the end of the day, though, I mean, he really expect him to be uh, any different with the way he acts. I think like you can. There's like a base level, a basic level of like respect that you should expect out of like artists, like for the genre and like artists that came before them and everything. I think I think that should be a, a like a requirement that you at least have like a little bit of respect for people that came before you. Yeah, but uh, I, I I feel you. And I agree. But at the end of the day, bro. And I want to make y'all work this correctly. Mm-hmm. Why should it matter to him with other people, um, about with the people that came before him, as long as he can make money and then transition into the genre that he wants? It's as if he's using our culture. Yeah, um, and we and we're, we should care about that. We should be yeah. mad about that. We should. But why should he? Because we let him. I... See, I, I feel like if, because I guess he doesn't care then, if he just says that and he's just found just like using the culture just to springboard to his next opportunity, like away from hip hop. Like, like we talked about earlier with like Miley Cyrus, like how she used hip hop to like change her image from, from Hannah Montana, Disney Channel star, to like being more rebellious and like out there. And then you see her now, she's like dropped that entire like act in persona. And like she's distanced herself from hip hop, and now she's just like back to like being Miley Cyrus, like country star, pop star. Dang, that was mad toxic too. Like, like that's why we can't like we can't let we gotta like vet some of these people that we like let into the culture. Like, how are you? Are you just are you just trying to take from from the culture and not contribute or anything? Yeah, or, most of them are. Or like, are, are you giving back? At least showing some respect. Like, look at like Eminem. He's a perfect example of some of somebody that's always showed respect for for the genre and hip hop and everything. Like, that's why people mess with Eminem so heavy. And that's why we actually, like, want him to retire or at least make a good album. Yeah, that's why. We were, <laughs> because oh, we, sorry, we respect sorry, him. We respect him enough. We respect you so much, Marshall, and all your previous works. That we, want you, no, we, that we want you to like, either retire mm-hmm. on top or at least where you are now. Or the, come back with some fire. Well, that's yes. why, because we respect because we respect those who respect us. End of the day. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, that, that, that gives you longevity. Like, once you're, once, like, the... Like once you're not hot anymore, like we're still we're still ride with you. After like you're not at the top of the charts, you're not in the mainstream anymore. Hey, Kid Capri. Yeah, <laughs> I was listening to that earlier today, bro. Kid Capri and Jay Z. It's Jay Z and Kid Capri. <laughs> you gotta like that. Yeah, I gotta like. That. <laughs> oh my dun, god. Throwback. Dun dun dun. That's that, that's so hard though. Yeah, it's, it's still hard. hard. It's hard. But yeah, like we'll, we'll ride with you if you ride with us. That that's that's the bottom line between behind all that. But back to Eminem, I, I knew it was over once I heard the Venom song. <laughs> Venom, 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 Yo, this kind of sounds like an Eminem verse now. A 2019 Eminem verse. So I actually heard this, I saw this like parody video today. It was like, how to make a Amigos song. Mm-hmm. So she was like, look, take three random words. In fact, ask your friends to write three random words now. Find a word that rhymes with each of those words. 
put together on a fire beat. <laughs> yeah, it's like, have you seen yeah. the Cat in the Hat one too? That I don't know if I seen the Cat in the Hat one, but I definitely seen the uh, Walking in My Pocket. Yeah, Walking in My Pocket. Walking in My Pocket. That was that one. Yeah. That's a zuffle in a truffle. That's a. That was hard, too. Dug under the rug. Like, it's like, <laughs> true? Huh? Get it out of get it, I guess. Get it hey, again. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. But look, we running out of time, man. We are pulling up near the end. So before we go, we, of course, got to do a shout-out to our song of the week, which, ironically, we actually agree for once. Yes, for once. We had the same song of the week because it was so hard. Hey, and that song is, do you want to do the honors? Yes, I will. Lil Nas X. <laughs> Featuring Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus. Old Town Road. <laughs> that joke is mad hard, bro. So we got to put respects out to that, man. We got to, we got to, we got to. You always got to give credit where credit's due. We talked about that most of the show. Yes, yes. That's you know, like, yeah, this this is, this is going to be the one, bro. That, that was the one for this week. And I guess we're going to ride a horse into the sunset for this show. <laughs> I see what you tried to do there. <laughs> you, just work on it. You, you, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. I, I, I ain't Vince McMahon's out hey. here. I ain't, I ain't Vince out here. Yeah, we need, we need the homeboy Vince out here, bro. But listen, listen, listen. Thank you guys for coming in to check out Peace of Mind episode 11, man. This is your boy, the Black Exes. Chad G. And we are gone.